Authentic Life Radio, episode number 50. <laughs> now the buttons don't. <laughs> Do you want to start singing? No, I'm kidding. The buttons don't work. All right, we're just going to restart recording. Oh, hey. fun. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Life Radio, where we're starting with no music because the buttons aren't working. And we're start- starting authentically. In the year 2013. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, this is our first episode of this year. Can it you is. believe it? I can. So I love that we, uh, we've we already screwed up the first episode of this year in the in the sense of um, this is, you see what you get, right? <laughs> exactly. I don't even know what, like, yeah, I don't even know what happened here. It doesn't, it's, it's no big deal. Cliff's not here to help us, so. He's not, and... And you know what? It, it is kind of like, it's kind of perfect that that doesn't work because when you subtract my husband out of my equation, it seems that nothing is working. My children are broken. <laughs> I got sick, which rarely ever happens to me. So I'm broken. <laughs> it's like, it's funny because most of the time, um, we're just going about our, our regular pattern and things just seem... They just seem to run. It's normal. It, there's a normal. Mm-hmm. We have we have a normal. Uh, I'm sure it's very different than everyone else's normal. Yes, I'm. Sh- I mean, that's because everybody's normal is is different, different, and probably weird to everybody else's. Yeah, because that's why people say they're so weird, but it's normal to them. Yes, yes. So, um, but when you take the one. The one part out of the equation, everything else seems um, broken. It, it's well, just that's, been... That's sweet. So, Cliff, you are missed. He is missed. Um, Megan, who probably fights the most with her dad, um, and right wishes now. he would... Right <laughs> right now, because she's a 13-year-old girl, she will continue to fight with her dad um, until McKenna comes up and takes that position from her. Um, Which probably isn't too far along, not looking too, at how much... Yeah. How my daughter is starting yep. to develop and I hope that that's okay that I put that out there sorry Lydia but it's the truth Lydia's getting ready to turn nine in a couple, I know, weeks. In a couple so weeks so I'm just saying that for McKenna's sake that it's, it's not too, it's, it's yeah, yeah it's not too far not too far away and so Megan is probably the one of our children who wishes Cliff would work more so she wouldn't have to see him because you know um when they're together they they have really good times together when she's not being a 13 year old girl who wants to get her way. But she's being a 13-year-old girl who wants to get her way. They fight a lot. I fight with her a lot when she's like that. Mm-hmm. And um, and so she says to me, I'm like, Mom, I really don't like it when Dad leaves. Mm. Like, really? Because you're like the one who seems to want him around the least. <laughs> but I didn't say that to her. But I thought it. So it, 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 he's missed in here. It, it's, and we still have like four days to go. Well, yeah, I'm so but glad. But we'll make it. But I'm so glad that to know and I'm sure that Cliff would be yeah happy to know that he's missed and wanted and needed and even soundbite doesn't work when he's not here right and we and we do miss you Cliff even I miss you because it's fun when he's here and he's like he's always so welcoming when I come in here and uh you know I don't we don't talk a whole whole lot anymore because you know we come down in here and he kind of just we're on a schedule and he's on a schedule yeah but um but I, I always love talking with Cliff he has really uh I love, we just always have really good conversations. So you do. I love to listen to you two talk because 
um, you will talk in detail about faith and church and, and I'll just like sit back and listen. I'm just like, I'm, I'm okay. I've noticed that. I've always wondered, are we getting on Steph's nerves or are you just listening? It'd be interesting if Cliff and I ever did a podcast together. I don't know who would get more words in. (laughs) (laughs) That would be interesting. Yeah. Or because I think in the same time too, um, I think there are a lot of things that Cliff and I agree on and then there are probably some things that we wouldn't, but I think that we could do it in a very respectful way. Absolutely. Um, now, before when we were a little bit younger, we might not have, but we've both grown up, you know? I remember when we, um, when we first met, um, and we were doing, um, the, and then, um, so we first met, um, our families in, in a, in a Bible study, yeah. a six week Bible study for and couples. As Megan would have said, um, to one of Luke and Megan's mutual friend, I've known Luke for over a decade. She's known Luke for a decade and he's for like, a- okay, you win. <laughs> right. <laughs> They had, uh, Megan had a um, competition with this boy to see who knew Luke longer. And so he, he gave in, you yeah. win. But um, so when we first met and then from then um, or from that, then the wives started to get together and, and have a play group and stuff. And Cliff was like, I just, and, and don't take this in a wrong way. I've because heard this story y- before. You've heard so it before. So. Several times and um, I, it doesn't bother me. And he just couldn't understand why we were um, friends and why we were clicking because we had nothing in common. Mm-hmm. And, um, and here we are, um, you know, 10 years later, 11 years later. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, I think it is a lot of those differences that make us work. Yes. Absolutely. Almost how it is the differences between myself and my husband that make our Mm -hmm. marriage work. (laughs) Yes. You know, I because you've helped me to not be such, I mean, and and don't take this the wrong, I know you, you've helped me to not be a perfectionist. You've helped me to, um, such a perfectionist. You've helped me to just relax and to enjoy life and to be, um, more carefree and to not care if my house is such a disaster all the time to really invest in my kids. I've, I've loved how you have, um, you, you have fun with your kids and you've made them a priority. Um, you've taught me to be a better cook. Um, and, and you've, you've taught me to be a homemaker, which I always a better homemaker, which I wanted to do. Um, but, um, said with cooking and I, I think that I've said this before. I, I wanted my own cooking show. I just yeah. didn't know how to do it. Right. And I would pretend like that when I was little. <laughs> but I, but so now like, um, but you, I watched you, you had all these great recipes and I just love to watch you in the kitchen doing those kinds of things and to try new things. And you made me brave to do that kind of stuff. And then um, we'll talk about here in a little bit with the, with the sewing project, you know, you, you were patient teaching me how to do that. And there was never any judgment with you ever. Um, I've never felt any condemnation. You helped me to be brave to try new things because you never expected perfection out of me. And um, so because of that, it was just so easy for me to naturally just share myself with you and to um, share my heart with you and to um, just be just to learn to be authentically myself Mm -hmm. because and, and I have to say it was a process to learn who I was. And I think I'm learning that I'm more who I God ever intended me to be than I ever have been. But because you never, I never felt judgment from you ever. And so that's why we clicked. You know, I, right. I, I could, I could probably keep going, but I, I don't want to do that. But I hope that that, I hope that you understand that. And I hope that, you know, that 
that Cliff can, I know that he does now. Right. I mean, he sees that now. Right. And I don't think Cliff is, you know, I think he's, he's very supportive. He's not asking himself the same questions no. anymore. No, I, he sees it. And I think he appreciates our friendship. And I know, as my husband so much appreciates it. Because right. there's so many times that, I mean, there's, I can't even count the number of times that Andy has said, I just, I just appreciate and love Steph so much. I know that he probably doesn't voice that to you, but I mean, I know that he said it. I know yeah. that he has said it. He has said it. He said it to me. And um, I know we had um, several texts during the um, leading up to Christmas about mm-hmm. your gifts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and he expressed his, his thanks and his gratefulness that I was, you know, helping him. And yeah. I was making sure I told him what I got you so you didn't get duplicates. Mm-hmm. And Right. But, um, but, but just I, as my friend, yeah. I mean, he just, he, he'll say, like, if I'm like, have talked with you or whatever, because he knows that has been hard for me to open up because just with moving around and I did, just didn't know how. And then um, some wounds in my life and, and those kinds of things, it, it was easier for me to shut my heart off, you know? So, but because I didn't feel any judgment or I knew it was a safer place for me, I was able to do that. And I love how God has brought specific people at different times that were willing to stick with me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, through it, you know, because it takes those kinds of people with stick to itness, <laughs> if that's even a word, that are willing to go in the trenches with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to say, because I, th- I feel like a lot of times you get to talk about all the things that you love about me and I never get to... Um, we, we always move on and I never get to share. Well, that's because I don't like to hear it. Probably. I know you don't. So sit there and hold on to your chair because uh. we're, we're going to take you on a ride. Um, you've made me kinder. Oh, and um, more in the moment in my relationships, um, really teaching me to care about people, mm. which honestly, people is something I struggle <laughs> with. <laughs> I'm just I'm going to be authentic. I struggle with it. Um, we, uh, side note, anyway, um, I'll tell you that story a different time. I think I already have, but, um, you, you are showing me that you don't have to be on your toes all the time or, you know, just to be in the moment with the, with the person you're with (laughs) and, and to love them and to truly care about them. And you, you're also softening my heart towards creatures. Thank you. Because the AS, what is that? The commercials for the ASPC. Yeah. Um, I, I was crying the last wow. time I saw one and, um, Megan and I almost adopted an animal. Wow. Yeah. Um, but my husband's out of town, so I couldn't really do that and get away with it. But, um, but you've really made me kinder and softer. And, um, and that is a big deal. I have, because of wounds in my life, I, I lived a lot of my life, um, hard and walled and, um, it was easier to push people away than to, um, to open up and let them in. And you were always, a a kind, safe place that, that God let me open up and grow. Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. 10 years. You did hold on to your chair, though. I did. I literally <laughs> did, didn't I? You know how hard it is. It's just so hard for me personally to take compliments. I think, though, for a lot of people, it is. I, it's hard for me to take compliments. Except I want them from my husband. 
yes. that they need to be in the right way. So he better get it right. <laughs> I need to write them for my husband and he can read them the way that I write. Oh, you know what he ought to do? I ought to get him like a little fish bowl <laughs> and just and pick just one out. <laughs> oh, that was perfect. That's Good a, job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my poor husband. He doesn't stand a chance. Nor does mine. Not, does not stand a chance. Um, but that's what makes our... That's we're really growing. Yes. I mean, even this morning, like we had this, this, um, <laughs> we had this talk about how he's falling asleep at eight thirty at night. Oh my goodness. Okay, that's I'm, because he thinks it's a joy to get up before six. Correct. <laughs> to work out, nonetheless. Yeah. He gets up at like four something to go work out, and the other day, I'm just gonna, God love him, bless his heart. Um. <laughs> I had been up with the kids, you know, I get up with my kids at like six, but he got up at four something. And, and at that point I had been battling my two children at some, you know, and he comes in whistling. I just wanted to stick his whistle where the sun don't shine (laughs) and be like, listen here, bucko, you can't walk into my house whistling just because you got to go work out and you feel all the endorphins are going and everything. All I want is to just go back to bed. I mean, he's just such the morning person and I am a night owl and he's not a night owl whatsoever. I mean, asleep by 830. Yeah. And not only asleep, he doesn't listen to this. This is what I love about this. And I'm not putting him down. It's just the truth. And and it makes it funny. He's snoring. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying like and it's not this little quiet snore. I think even it was quiet or loud. It would get on my nerves (laughs) because he's snoring, but he's snoring and (laughs) And I'm trying to like be in bed with him just so we're together, but I'm just so mad that he's asleep and I'm not sleepy. And then I know that he's going right. to get up in the next morning and he's going to come into my house whistling, whistling. <laughs> that I'm like, oh, like this more like last night I'm going to last night I was so angry. And then I just, I was like, God soften my, really, I prayed mm-hmm. soften my heart. So I don't like, I don't want this to be, I don't want this to come between us because this is stupid. You know, right. we need to work this out. And then this morning he came in and, you know, he was like, I know that I'm, a, um, I know that I'm going to sleep early and I know that, and we just had the best conversation. It was like, I just needed to re- surrender uh-huh. what I was feeling to God so he could work through it. So I didn't stick his whistle with the sun don't shine. <laughs> and I like, cause that's really what I wanted to do. And if I would have like so woken him up and right. like been all angry and everything, which I have done by the way, I nudged my husband, but I know I've nudged him. I've nudged him to like help him, you know, whatever in love. And there's mm-hmm. a difference last oh, night. Yeah. I wanted to do more than nudge him Yeah, is what I'm trying to say. Right. It, uh, it is with, it, it is the force in which you nudge them. Correct. <laughs> And and the nudge in your heart is what I'm guess I'm trying to say. I could feel like that bitterness starting yeah. to grow, and I was like, you know, when it's this bitterness, and you know when it's helpful. Right. Last night it wasn't about helpful, it, and you know, and I was just like, oh. But anyways, so it was a really great conversation this morning, and we're really gonna have both of us are gonna try to make an effort to try to meet the other person so we can connect because it's really hard when. You know, he's been gone all day and I'm, you know, doing the whole kid thing or doing right. the whole house thing or volunteering, whatever I'm doing that day. And and then he comes home and I've been working with kids for my kids who are, can I just say, bless their hearts as well, have both. And I 
they're going to listen to this maybe one day and they're going to say, I cannot believe you said that. But Luke's 12 and Lydia's getting ready to turn nine are both starting puberty at about the same time and their hormones are raging. And I, I can say I praise God that I've had a hysterectomy because at least my hormones are flatlined or around the same thing. Mine aren't fluctuating, but theirs are going crazy. Yeah. And so I've had both of them for, you know, two and a half hours. I'm trying to fix dinner or or I'm trying to get Luke to basketball practice or trying to hurry or whatever it is. And he comes in again, whistling. Luke, um, Andrew loves to whistle. I don't know what I don't it is. even know how to whistle. He, he does. And he's really good at it. Like. He's really good at it, but he comes in whistling, which I, he just has this personality of, um, I'll tell you his personality yeah. here in just a second, because it's a very great example of it. But, um, and he wants to like me to be all lovey-dovey and so happy to see him, which I need to be better with that. But at that time I need understanding because I've had two hormonal kids who don't want to do their homework or who are tired or who don't want to go to practice or who want to go to practice and I'm not getting them there quick enough or whatever. And I'm depleted at that point, you know? Right. So we talked about, we talked, yeah, I know, you know, (laughs) so we talked about that this morning and it's just about how both of us need to, because he wants me to be welcoming. And he's, he's like, he said, I've looked forward all day, which I should take this as a compliment because I've looked forward all day to seeing you because he's a marriage and family therapist. And I think he uses our marriage as a lot as a, as an example, probably in a lot of good ways and a lot of bad ways. Cause we have both. I'll be really honest. Yes. And so he's talked about us all day, not all day, but he's talked about us. And then he comes home and he wants to see, you know, and whatever and connect. And I'm like, the last thing I want to do is connect. Cause I just want to pull my hair out. Right. If I could, I'd preferably pull out the gray hair. And only the gray hair. That's what I'm saying. Except for now, when mine grows back, it's all gray. So I'd be bald. (laughs) Bald. (laughs) Right. Well, so so we were talking about this this morning. And then, but it was such a calm, um, loving talk where like. Good. A year. I mean, it's been a process, obviously. And of course, we've been married for 15 and a half years. And um before I would have just been angry and bitter and said, you were snoring last night and I can't believe you were snoring and blah, 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 blah. And he would have been like, I don't know what he would have been like. I don't want to put anything in his mouth. So, but it just would have not been, could have been pretty ugly. Right. Instead, we're trying to understand where the you other surrendered person. And now you're trying to understand where understand, the other, yeah, understand absolutely. where the person's coming from. That's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Now, now, who knows what tomorrow will bring? And right. it could be wanting to uh, punch him in his whistle. But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, though. My husband, too, snores. He he also snores. Mm-hmm. He does not whistle, but he snores. Right. <laughs> and, um, and I'm not a good sleeper. I just don't sleep well. Mm-hmm. well and oftentimes, yeah. his snore will either keep me from falling asleep or wake me up uh-huh. the other night um this was last week or the week before i don't know he was snoring rather loudly um i was watching tv because i couldn't sleep mm-hmm. and uh i nudged him and he started talking that's what andy's been doing <laughs> and then when he stopped talking he started snoring again and i nudged him again five minutes later and he started talking again and i'm like i can't win right it's one or the other and he's been talking too when i nudge him i'm just like well are you gonna start 
confessing some things or what? Maybe I should start like, recording what's, these. What's, what's going, going on? on? I don't know if I've ever told this story, but um, Luke, when Luke was like two weeks old and Luke was so, I mean, well, we, I know I've talked talked about how strong-willed he was, but he was strong-willed from the moment he came out. Yep. Well, from the moment he was conceived. But um, so I was, he was about two weeks old and it, he he just cried almost all the time and he didn't go to sleep. And I was, after nine months of throwing up pretty much the whole time and after a very difficult delivery and two weeks of a screaming infant, I was tired. You're exhausted, right. I mean, I was just tired. And um, so I, I remember one in the middle of the night, one episode in the middle of the night where I was so tired and I, I didn't want to lose my temper with, with Luke, but you're just so tired. You don't know what to do. And so I was holding him and nothing was pacifying him. Nothing was soothing him. And so I went into Andy and I woke him up and I just said, will you please come and help me with him? And, 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 um, and he was like, okay. So he comes into Luke's room with me and I'm in the chair and I'm just like, I'm like crying sobbing Luke's crying screaming at the top of I mean screaming at the top of his lungs I mean it you know that it's just loud and yep. and I'm crying and I'm not only I mean I'm sobbing because I'm just tired and I'm just like I don't know what to do and the next and then the next thing I know I was I was sitting in Luke's rocker and I was sitting in the rocking chair the next thing I know Andy's laying on the floor snoring is loud <laughs> as he can snore I'm not kidding you like it was so loud it was like drowning out all of both of us and it was just so loud and I kicked him as hard I'm nudging him with my foot as I could and I was like get out get out I don't need you in here and I don't want you in here if you can't even help me do this you're worthless <laughs> oh I was so mad so so mad so to see that where I've come from right. where we come from to where, where we are oh I mean there's growth. There's a lot of growth. And and after that, I think he kind of got the hint that he needed to, I mean, he just, he's always needed a lot of sleep, which I think we all do. But when he goes to sleep, he's, he goes to right. sleep. Yeah. Not like you and I, where we're, yeah, where we don't, we don't. I, I think that's part of the women's, women's makeup mm -hmm. where we just, we hear everything yeah. just to, so we wake it's up. It's worse kids. when my husband's not in the house. Yeah. It's worse. I, I hear more. Uh -huh. I slept better last night. Um, now I, we Cliff and I normally sleep with our door closed and um because I have to have dark there can't be any light it was terrible when Matthew had his Christmas tree up oh right um because it was right in the line of my and if we didn't close the door where it latched uh -huh. um his Christmas tree would shine right in my eyes uh -huh. so I'm like move the tree uh -huh. <laughs> um so normally I sleep with the door closed but um, I closed my door. See, he left Saturday morning. So Saturday night, um, and I was also sick Saturday. Um, and I tried to sleep with the door closed and it just didn't work. I heard every creak, every drip of the water outside, everything. Mm -hmm. and um, And it was terrible. Last night, I slept with the door open. And I don't remember the night before. It's... It's over. There's no way re to recall it. <laughs> I don't remember it. Um, but last night I slept with the door open and I slept better. Mm -hmm. So I went like, okay, tonight I'm just going to sleep with the door open. There you it's have it. It's just better that way. Right. 
and um but yes it, it's it's something else mm-hmm. so it uh i love that bless our husband's hearts yeah. <laughs> bless his heart <laughs> well and i was talking about how where andy gets his eternal optimism and he really is he just he looks he, he sees it differently he does he's he's mm-hmm. uh, he's that's where he's he's always done that and i told him um as i've I've said this several times, but I never said it so blatantly than last week when I said, I basically married your grandpa. Um, and I did. His grandpa um, and his grandma um, lived just right down the road from him on a farm. His his family farmed his whole life, and he spent a lot of time down there. And I love, I have loved his grandparents so much. And his mom, Andy's mom died 10 years ago of um, pancreatic cancer when she was 48. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, that was a very difficult time for us. And obviously, and that was their daughter and it was so hard to watch them lose a child. Um, we just, we just found out a couple of months ago that Andy's grandma hit his mom's mom has cancer as well. And she's just now been put in hospice. And, um, so we just went up there on Friday and, um, so, uh, but these are just like the most, like they're incredibly strong, Mm -hmm. incredibly, um, just awesome people. And like, I really want, I, I tweeted and I really, I want to be Andy, like Andy's grandparents when I grow up. I mean, they're just, they have, um, they have worked hard. Um, they've also played hard. They have been to every single continent um, in the world. Wow. Um, after they farmed and they retired, uh-huh. um, they loved to travel except for Antarctica. And they saw the tip of Antarctica on a cruise. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, they're just incredible people. And I love them to pieces. And I told Andy, he was talking about what we were getting ready to go on Friday morning to go see them. They've just left their, um, their farm, which they've has been in their family for generations. And, um, it, they, they still own it and everything, but they had to leave their house, which they've lived in forever. And, um, they've moved into an assisted living place. So we were going up there to see the assisted living place and, and just to see them and and to see how grandma's doing and everything. And he said something about, we were getting ready. He said something about his grandma and I said, Hey, she's my grandma too. And, um, because that's just how I feel about them now. I've known their family for almost half of, for basically half of my life. It is half of my life now. And, um, they've always just been really accepting and loving and just love them to pieces. So, um, when we went up there, they never complained. Never. They were excited about where they were living. Um, everything was positive. Everything. Look at look at this. Look at that. Look at this. Um, grandma didn't complain about being in pain. Um, even though she has, I mean, cancer is everywhere. And, and really probably doesn't have very many even weeks to live. Um everything was positive and, and good. And they were concerned about just not, not themselves, but just still about other people. And, um, and then, and, and just, it was just amazing to see. And that's how I want to be. And it was just so, so cool. One of the things that I got when um, Andy's mom died was a wooden spoon it's one thing that I wanted from, from, mm-hmm. from, from them, from her. Um, so, um, I, I didn't get, we didn't get a whole lot of stuff because his dad obviously kept right. a bunch of stuff, but, um, 
was a wooden spoon that I saw her cook with. And when when I asked for it, they were like, you want a wooden spoon? And I was like, yes, I want a wooden spoon. And I cook with it all the time. I love to have that kind of connection. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was weird on Friday when we went there, um, they asked us to go to their house and just to go through their whole house, which nobody else was there. And um, it's the house that I've been going to for 18 years now and um, that Andy has been going to his entire life and things have been moved out. It's it's empty. There's a lot of things that are empty, but there's still a lot of things in there as well. And they ask us to go through them and um, to pick out some things that maybe we would like. Okay. And, um, and so Andy, um, Andy and I found a w- two wooden spoons. So I've been cooking with those this week. Okay. And, um, that's just those kinds of things that, that I hope I can pass down to Lydia to say, right. this was your great grandma's and this was your grandma's and, right. and those kinds of things. And I also collect hymnals, um, old hymnals. Yes. I don't know what it is about that, but I love old hymnals. Um, I love the words in, in, hymns I think that they're beautiful and um I found an old hymnal with grandpa's name in it it was really cool that's really cool so Andy was telling grandma about how I said hey that's my grandma too and she doesn't deal well with um uh, intimate talk like that and so she kind of she was kind of uncomfortable but then um but I gave her a hug and um but then grandpa who I just I married Mm -hmm. I married Andy it's grandpa is Andy senior basically. And, um, he looked at me and he said, well, I hope you know, I'm your grandpa too. Oh, and I said, I do. So sweet. Yeah. And, um, just those kinds of things. And it's just, um, to know that they have worked hard, that they have, that they have done life well is what I want. I can see what I want my life to look like, right. The impact that you can have on generations even though you might not feel like you're having an impact in the moment, they have been faithful to do um, the little things that mean a lot. Right. Time and time and time again, they have been consistent and it has paid off because I see what they, what they have put into Andy, which means that they've put into me, which means they've put into Luke and Lydia and, and that generational just generation just continues to go on down. And, um, that's what that's my legacy and i just want to be faithful to that um that kind of thing and so it was just really neat to see that so but they are they are eternal optimists as well and i and i guess what i guess what that means is that they have um they have my word that can i share what my word of the absolutely. year is absolutely okay i'm so excited you have i can't wait to hear yeah you. my word for the year last year well the year before was freedom yes last year was joy mm-hmm. this year. And it was way before it was like several, like I had asked God, okay, God, what word do you really want me to focus on? Right. Um, and so it's the word hope. Awesome. That's my word for the okay. year. And, um, it's, and so I had learned about hope just a little bit before a long while ago. And it's, um, it's an anticipation mm-hmm. and what I want this year to be is an anticipation of God working in my life no matter if it's good or bad, the good things or the bad things or the hard things or whatever it is. Um, it's just that I anticipate there's, um, there's an, and actually it's in the, um, in the, um, Hebrew and what's this? Not Hebrew, but it's, um, <laughs> what do they write in the new Testament? That's hilarious. 
don't know because now I can't even think of it. Um, Aramaic it's, and Hebrew, Aramaic and um, holy cow. I know. I'll come up with it. But yeah. in the, um, that's it's, funny that it's both means, of us are. Yes. Yeah, I, I just went totally yeah. went blank because I was thinking about that. But it means eager anticipation. Hope okay. means eager, eager anticipation. anticipation. Okay. And so I'm going to eagerly anticipate what God's going to do. So, but my verse for this year is um, Ephesians 1, 18. And it says the um, Paul wrote, I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of the glorious inheritance in the saints and his in- and then it goes on in 19 and is incomparably great power for us who believe that power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And um, I'm going to eagerly anticipate um, rich things that God's going to do in my life. And it's the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that he works in my life and in your life. Right. And I'm going to eagerly anticipate that this year. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's my word. Hope. Hope. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it. I am. um Still praying for my word. Um, I'm waiting um, patiently for um, for God to lay that on my heart. Although I have often wondered if the word isn't just supposed to be patient. <laughs> Could be, but um, but I don't have I don't have like a definite certain um, certainty mm-hmm. in, in my spirit about that. So um, I'm not saying that my word is patient. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've still been praying for, for what my word will be. Um, it's funny because in... Oh, it's Greek. I didn't even Greek. Know. Duh. Sorry. I'm like looking at... I'm like, what is that? It's going to drive me nuts. Why can't I... I know that... I'm sitting here going, it starts with a G. <laughs> Hello, Sarah. I I, like, I'm like thinking... And then I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you, but I was right. like, it's just going to hit me upside the head when it does. Okay. It's Greek. 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 Yes. Hebrew. Um, it, the literal... <laughs> the literal is... <laughs> Eager anticipation. Sorry. So you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but like last year, um, I knew my word in December. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I knew it coming into um 2012 that that the word was gonna be order. Um and like I've shared before, it took on a different um meaning mm-hmm. um than what I had originally thought it would be. And and it was a beautiful year. It it was a beautiful year. But um I'm not sure what my word for 2013 is yet. That's okay. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm perfectly okay with that. Right. And um, and I, I I honestly I believe that it'll come. And when it does, I'll share it. Yeah, I'm 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 eagerly anticipating your word. Awesome. <laughs> because I know that it'll come. I mean, hope is not like this thing that where you just think I I I you know, like hope like I right. wish it's gonna happen. Right. It's knowing that something's gonna, gonna happen, happen right. and you're anti- eagerly anticipating it. it happening and it's kind of like how i've seen um you know andy's grandparents live Mm -hmm. that that they don't i don't and i've been learning this along the way it's like i'm not going to worry about that because i'm eagerly anticipating i have this hope that god's going to work something good no matter the circumstances no matter what's going to happen and i don't have to worry about this because i have hope and um and so because um because we have this inheritance yes we do we don't have to we don't have to worry because we have so i want to live in that hope you know i I love that god's you know he's kind of for me it's been a building block of you know freedom and joy and now hope. hope so we'll see we'll 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 see how god lets me live that out it's it's been interesting um 
every single uh, every single time that I have a word, it seems to be tested in that. Not not right, you know. Um, but I think that God gives me. He goes ahead and prepares me because he knows what's going to be down the road for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. So he gives me a word to hang on to, to know that to prepare me, to to give me. For what's coming. For what's going yeah. to happen, whether it's good or bad. Right. And um, because we're going to have trials. Absolutely. Oh, and we're going to have a lot of great things. Absolutely. So um, I can just eagerly anticipate God working in my life mm-hmm. minute by minute and day by day and know that it's that he's there. Right. So although I joked with you upstairs that I think my word for 2013 is going to be paint <laughs> because I want to repaint the upstairs. Well, I hope you get that done too. <laughs> I tell you what I hope I get done and that's my basement. Oh my goodness. It is just Do a you catastrophe. Need help with it? Well, maybe. Okay. But I have Let to, I have to order all of that stuff first, yes. put it in order. I've kind of so, sort of started working on that, but Every single, it's kind of like my garage. Every single time I think I have it organized, it's not organized. Right. Like it just doesn't happen. So, but I would really like to, I'm starting to, I really want to put like, um, like a pantry kind of thing of, of stuff down there. And I've kind of started that, but, and then I just, I was just thinking about the day I came came downstairs and you're like, yeah, you're like, cause I'm my base food on on your floor. floor. Yeah. I was like. They're in packages. It's not like I've just thrown like I was like seriously. I didn't know why that sort of shocked me. That I, shocked I don't so know much. either because I, well, I think I just I don't know. I think you expect my house to be in perfect order all the time is what I think. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't expect okay. you. I I've seen your house a mess plenty of times. Okay, good. Plenty of times. You're learning very well from me. <laughs> I'm teaching you so well. Yes, you are. <laughs> Yes, you are. I had I started hot water this morning to wash the dishes, and I looked at them and I'm like, eh, I changed my mind. <laughs> I don't want to. I have noticed that I feel so much better when my house is. I do too. Together, mm-hmm. and doesn't have to be perfect, but right. just at least picked up so I can walk around or yeah. like have a clean dish. Like was it Monday? I was using um. I was using plastic spoons because I had no spoons clean. I mean, it was like that kind of day, <laughs> yeah. you know, but I got it all done and it was, it's okay to have those kind of days. I know, but it's just like, uh, but, but I think it's not, it's not that I have to use the plastic spoons. It's what's inside the sink and around the sink right. that stresses me out yes. that I have to use the plastic. Absolutely. Spoons. That's I, what it is. I totally understand. And it's like, I made plans to um, sit down with the kids and sort through the laundry because the laundry is clean. Mm-hmm. It's just all in, still mixed together and in baskets and, um, you know, I've tried before to even do like a load of just mats and then I can take that to Matt's room and then do. <laughs> you sound like me. I it come up work. with all these different schemes. It I know, I know I will. I know this will work and then it, no, it nothing works. And so I made this plan that the kids and I, we were going to sort the laundry and, and do this stuff. And, um, and Megan was no help because I was like, okay, Megan, or, or, you know, help me out here. I really want to do. And she was totally on board with the laundry sorting party when I suggested it in the morning. But, um, but she's like, you know, mom, we're fine to live out of baskets. And then she's also the first one to complain that she has to look through the basket for something. Right. Right. <laughs> but, um, so the laundry's still in the baskets, the, the dance rack. Um, so she has this, um, portable clothes rack that will be her costume rack for, um, competitions and stuff. And um, so it is set up in the living room 
and the costumes are hanging on it because we have dress rehearsal on Sunday. So there are um, there are alterations and and putting her name in each costume and things that I have to do and then dividing those costumes into the right garment bags. And so like there's stuff that so dance is like exploding all over my living room. I've never felt more like a dance mom than I have this week. <laughs> um finding the right cheat color and all this um i have never in my life had to buy fake eyelashes i've never me neither i've never used them either um and so they still haven't told us like on the they gave us a list of all of the things that we had to to have because each cheat color i mean all the girls have to have the same makeup which is funny because my daughter who's one of the palest girls on the team is going to be wearing beige foundation you should see it. It's quite funny. Um, and uh, so all of their colors have to match. It. So we've been on this hunt. Um, the lashes are to be determined. So they haven't told us what kind of lashes that we have to buy yet. Um, I'm like, I've never done that. I've never bought um, eyelash adhesive. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. If I try doing. to put eyelashes on, they'd end up all over that end up on my forehead i promise you i, I promise you i don't know it would not be pretty so i'm just um the dance shoes were going to be the end of me because they she had to have a certain kind of jazz shoe mm-hmm. and every um we have one um local store called the dance house where we get some of our things from and she didn't carry this shoe all of the places online say they're sold out of Megan's size mm. in the color that they have to have. And I'm just like, I give up. Seriously, I give up. So I found it. Oh, that's good. But, and it should be here before competition, but probably not before dress rehearsal. And I'm just like, okay, dance is taking over the house right now. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's probably kind of a good thing that Cliff's not here this week. <laughs> it probably was a good week for Cliff to leave. It worked in his favor. It did. I was looking at, we were, I was talking about Twitter, um, I was talking about laundry. My Twitter profile says, love um, yes. my husband, my two kids, watching sports, hanging out with creatures, being with people who allow me to be myself and Jesus. Don't love laundry. laundry. <laughs> and that is the truth. <laughs> there is, I would rather be doing almost anything than laundry yeah. i don't i don't i hate it i abhor it i can't stand it and so um of course i also don't like doing the dishes i don't i and would rather do I, I would if you'll come and do my laundry i'd do your dishes okay we might be able to work that out right because <laughs> we know we would never I'm, be on the same schedule we wouldn't be it's like our schedules are well we're both moving constantly um so report cards came home on monday which, which you don't have. Your, I don't have right because Luke has had started with the flu and then it turned into strep throat. Poor so kid. he's just this is Wednesday. So he's just back to school today, today. for the first day. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, so his his will come home today. And oh, um, but goody Megan, goody. And, Megan and Matt's came home on Monday. I had to give um, Matt what he seems a discipline. Um, I've shortened his or limited um, his computer time. Um, because of a grade on his report card. And he's done nothing but complain about it since. And so I told him the other day, I'm like, yesterday, he's whining about it and trying to get more time out of me and really trying to hit that, that feel sorry for me mom spot. And I said, Matthew, I am well within my rights as your mom to do this. 
And if you have a problem with it, call my dad. Ask him what my discipline was when I came home with a bad grade in the sixth grade. And he's like, well, what was it? I said, well, I got grounded. And when I got grounded, I had to sit at the kitchen table. I wasn't allowed to watch TV. I wasn't allowed to talk on the phone. I I wasn't allowed to do anything. I sat at the kitchen table from the time I got home from school until the time I went to bed. The only three things I was allowed to do outside of that was take a shower, eat dinner, and do the dishes. Because doing the dishes was part of my discipline. I did the dishes every night the entire time I was in the sixth grade, from the first midterm till the end of the year, because my grade didn't improve. Well, it's no wonder you hate dishes. I despise it. And I, I told him, let's, and I told Matthew this yesterday, and Megan's like, but wait, mom, you still do this. I said, I know. I'm still asking myself why I'm grounded to doing the dishes every day. That's what you should have made Matt's discipline. I can't figure <laughs> I'm just it out. I'm, I'm this close, because if he whines one more time, about the shortened computer time. <laughs> I'm still letting you on the computer. Do you not see like the kindness that I'm extending to you? You still are allowed on the computer. And you still have your phone. And you, you, I invited you to watch a show with me after everything was done at the end of the day. You really aren't getting mm-hmm. that things could be a whole lot worse for you. Right. Don't push me there. Right. <laughs> I'm about to go there. Correct. And you have no, and I've said this to Megan before too, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. It's so much different. So different than the life that, that I grew up having. Mm-hmm. And not that I had a bad life, but I had a whole lot more responsibilities at home mm-hmm. than my kids do. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, my parents both worked. I was taking care of my siblings As by the time I, I know you, by the time I was in middle school. So, um, I didn't have, you know, I just, that's just always what I've done. You know, it's just been taken care, you know, Mm -hmm. and, or what I feel like. And, uh, you know, and I, but I played basketball and stuff. So I had my own activities and, and, and things like that too. But at the same time, in the summers and stuff like that, I, and when I was at school, I, you know, Mm -hmm. I, if I didn't feel well, I, you know, I didn't have somebody to rush there or whatever. It just, it was just, just different it's different it's different one thing that i love about um um luke having a phone now we got him a phone for Mm -hmm. christmas is the leverage Mm -hmm. that comes along with it right because he loves that phone well you know i love leverage that anything with whether it's computer or playstation or phone or whatever the leverage that that gives me you know i love that you we ha- we can have some natural consequences of of that. I hate that you had the consequence of sitting there forever at the kitchen table. That was my consequence. And then when I got older, it became you had to write sentences about what you did. No, we've done that, like, but when our kids were younger. Yeah, ours was because we were. Yeah, we lived in the house already, mm. and the, the boys wrote sentences more than I did. Mm-hmm. Mine were mostly I will talk to my dad with respect, <laughs> which I don't think ever really happened. That is such a hard I've thing. I've since apologized yeah. many times. You know, with with me, with um, with my kids, um, I have really, there have been so many times that I have found 
And Luke has been exactly right. Cause he, he, he likes to argue, yep. which I like to argue too. I, I did, you know, um, I will not debate that. Ha <laughs> 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 oh, See, there we go. I will yeah. not debate that for uh, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, but I've said with, and so I'll get into a, an argument with Luke and I'll be like, why am I arguing with you? You're 12. Right. This is silly. I know. I've done the same thing. And, but he's been like, but you, um, and then he'll be like, but you're yelling at me and you're doing this. And I'm like, you're exactly right. You are exactly right. And I'm not showing you any respect. I, you know, I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. Um, what God has been teaching me is that I need to let Luke say what he wants to say, get us, you know, and cause he can, he can, he can tell me what he wants <laughs> very, very well. I mean, he's a verbal child with that. He can tell me how he feels. So I'm learning to let him say what he wants to say. Tell him that I've heard him, you know, you know, be like, I hear you, whatever. I'm really sorry, but that doesn't change the fact that basically that's not the best thing for you. I'm in charge. Exactly. And this is the way that it is. Yep. And if there's any more talk about it, uh, you, it'll get, you know, more and more. I mean, the discipline, discipline is for my kids good. And it's not, it doesn't change, you know, I want them to be able to, to say what they want to say. I want to hear them because their feelings are their feelings. Right. You know, I can't, and I can't make them invalid. No, I can't, you know, because if Andy, I remember one time we were, we were just dating, we were dating at the time. And, and again, bless his heart. I think God did a, an act of mercy for me to marry this man by this one thing. I was very angry and I was upset. I don't, I think it was, I don't think it was at him, but he looked at me and he turned around and he goes, calm down. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> At that point in time, I cannot believe I just didn't <laughs> drop kick him. He's but, lucky to be alive. So, I mean, like, so obviously people want their feelings to be validated right. and my kids aren't any different. Um, but when I get into a verbal match with my kid, with especially with, well, with either one of them now, because Lydia has hit that mark, which I'm just like, that's taken me, getting me some used to at right. this point with either of them. I'm just like, No. That's not, it just doesn't do anything. I still have to respect them. I have to respect them as a person. I have to respect their feelings. Right. But ultimately they have to respect that I'm in, that their dad and I are in charge. Exactly. And we're doing things for their good and they're going to have to trust us with that. And yeah, you can tell us how you feel. It needs to be in a respectful way. And if it's not a respectful way, they'll be disciplined for that. (laughs) And you know, those kinds of things. And I can't, I guess I can't, I can't act like a 12 year old. Right. If I want to. That's exactly true. If you want them. If I want to respect me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't act like a 12 year old in return because right. there have been so many times that I have just ended up behaving mm-hmm. like a 12 year old. Right. And I'm just like, I want it. I think God's hit me upside the head being like, what in the heck are you doing? You Absolutely. know, um, there's no reason to, to get into this because ultimately you are in charge. Why aren't you acting like it? Yes, because sometimes I still feel like a 12 year old. That is the truth. That is so the truth. And I'm just trying to grow up out of that and just be like, okay, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. God, I don't know why. I'm in charge. (laughs) I have no idea why you put me in charge of this situation. But But you did. But that's what you did. And that's so that's what I'm going to do with it. And so then I, you know, it's kind of it's just the truth. I've been telling Lydia because she's been going around saying, that you know that 
she's not smart and she's mm. not, you know, all of, she's not these things. And I said, Lydia, those things, okay, that's fine if that's how you feel. I'm not, I don't want you to feel that way. Um, but I'm going to want to, I mean, you know, that's fine if you want to feel that way, but that's not truth. Right. It's not truth. So you're going to have to start putting, we're going to start putting truth in your head so you know what the truth is. Because when you know the truth, then you can start feeling a certain way. Right. You know, it, our, if we let, and I said, you can't let your feelings. I've said the same thing to my yeah, yeah. You can't let your feelings dominate your life. Your truth. And because I've chosen my feelings so many times and it's gotten me in a, there's times to listen to your feelings. I'm not right. saying that, but I've let, when I've let feelings overtake the truth and I've let that just go over and over and over in my mind, um, it doesn't turn out very well for me if it's, especially when it's not true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, parenting is hard. Um, it's, and what's the, it's like the hardest thing. <laughs> it's so humbling is what, what it is. Do you see what I put on Twitter the, yesterday? Mm-mm. I don't know. Um, Maybe. Matthew hit Megan. Oh no, then I don't. Okay. Okay. We were in Kroger and um, I was getting them a snack after school. Uh-huh. And Matthew hit Megan. Okay. And I said, Matthew, please don't hit your sister. He said, but she deserved it. And I said, yes. And if we all got what we deserved, we'd all be going straight to hell. (laughs) And then I texted my husband and I said, aren't my parenting skills stellar? I'm just like, I'm right on it. (laughs) Not. (laughs) That was my response. It wasn't because I said so. It wasn't. Because we've told you a hundred gazillion times you don't hit girls. It was. Because if we all get everything we deserve, we'd all be going to hell. It's the truth. It is. And we, and that, that's the great. That's the best thing about truth that I've heard. It was. And he was fine with that answer. He really was. He really <laughs> was fine with that answer. He he got it. Yeah. But um, parenting is one of the hardest and most rewarding things I've ever done in my life. It really is. It's so humbling because most it of is. the time I there's well, there's no. There is no rule book to it, no guidebook to it, no manual to it. Although I told Luke that there was a manual. I think we talked about that. And my manual when when he got home was how to make your life awful. That's right. And that's what I think sometimes he thinks. But mm-hmm. but the truth of the matter is there is no manual. And, and that, but you know, that's what it's like with anything in life. And I think that not just with parenting, but with any job thing or whatever, it's a risk. And and so anytime you end up trying something new, which with parenting, you're trying something new all the time. Right. It's a risk. It is. Um, and so you just have to trust, take the step and take a risk and and hope for the best. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing. I'm hoping this year. Very good. And knowing that it's going to be good. I'm excited about your hope. Thank you. Um, I would play music to, uh, you know, end our show, but um, it's still not working. And I Cliff's just still not it. here. Cliff <laughs> still hasn't. <laughs> Cliff still hasn't made it back from Vegas in this. Could, and then our show time. So I can you know. cry. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm fine. Really, I'm fine. Um, but um, so yeah. So we're just going to say um, thank you guys so much um, for for joining us on this journey that um that we are on we are um eagerly anticipating 2013 yes, and all that it has um to teach us and to share with us and um we pray the same for you and hopefully on this journey that we're taking we'll be able to like help you all just a little bit 
just a bit, <laughs> maybe through some of our crazy chaos that we call normal, um, it'll be helpful uh, for you as well. So thanks for joining us as we go along on our journey. Have a great week. Have a great week. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.